Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. NFL Trend Zone in the house. I am your host, Dustin Baker, here with Wes Johnson, Cody Spears, Jason Bullen, and we are four days away from free agency when the legal tampering period commences and players can formally sign two days later on 15th, March 15th, which is a week from today. So we're going to see a lot of player movement and wouldn't you know it? That's what we're talking about tonight is big name free agents spitballing where those gentlemen could went uh, land because it's all coming to a head here next week. The first piece of the offseason puzzle aside from coaches Player movement via free agency. It's one of the most exciting times of the year, and some consider it even better than the NFL draft. Foremost, though, before we hop into the free agency chat, we got Bet Online. That place remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season, from everything with pro basketball, college basketball, Major League Baseball around the horizon, UFC, MMA, and more. You'll find the latest odds, team matchup information, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Bet online is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today and use this promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V to receive your rewards. BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. We've got four days, folks, until free agency. I say routinely at this time of the year, it's my favorite portion of the NFL calendar because it's the first semblance of the puzzle coming together for each team, especially the team that you love. And so tonight we're going to probably go through... I have a long list. We'll probably end up reasonably with six or seven names. These are free agents or the first couple are guys that are going to be on the move. And I'll start with you, Cody. So DeAndre Hopkins is a dude that might have a trade coming through Kyler Murray's not going to be there for however many months they have a new coaching regime he makes a lot of money so in each of these uh players that we go through you can either predict where they land you can tell me where you think they should go or just the type of team they'll go to DeAndre Hopkins Cody you start sir uh the rumor mill recently has DeAndre Hopkins possibly going to Dallas he's all telling um the team that he's interested and he's flexible with his contract to make something work uh, me personally, I, I'd like to see him go to the Patriots, and it's something that I do think is probably going to happen. They have the need, the draft capital, the fit, and a natural connection with Belichick, who's publicly praised him in the past. Uh, Baltimore would also be a good fit, but they're asking for a second rounder, and Baltimore doesn't have a second round pick, so they'd have to get kind of fancy there. And a lot of people are saying the Chiefs, I just don't think that's going to happen. The Chiefs shown that they can do it without someone like DeAndre Hopkins. And especially if their left tackle hit in free agency, they need to be spending those assets somewhere else. Yeah, that uh, Orlando Brown hitting free agency is a reality check. Man, if you're going to pay your quarterback 45 mil, you got to skimp everywhere, especially if you're not able to afford his blindside protector. I was like, geez. So they're going to have to. I'm sure they'll they'll figure it out because they're the (laughs) They'll get a compensatory pick. (laughs) <laughs> likely so yeah 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 they, they're the kings at that recently it seems jason DeAndre, I, still don't, I still don't understand how that works really but yeah it's, it feels like an inexact science but they do have this crazy formula 
Um, and I, <clears throat> the ones where I don't understand is, you know, when you don't, I'm always like, oh, cool. You're getting one for blah, blah, blah. But it's like, no, he doesn't qualify. Uh, Jason, DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. what, t- what type of team does he go to? Or do you have a landing spot? Gosh, D D hop. God, he didn't. Uh, I forget how good he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He didn't play hardly at all last year. Um, but gosh, he is, he is top notch. Um, what about the Falcons? That, would that be a possibility? Yeah, they got money. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Falcons will get D-Hop, and I'll just throw uh, Lamar Jackson in there, too. <laughs> Two <laughs> for one. <laughs> All in yeah. one offseason. Yeah, d- yeah, just because I know that uh, that uh, LJ is coming up on the on the topic as well. But, uh, yeah, that wouldn't that be something? Oh, yeah. my goodness. And they already got the running game. <clears throat> yep, and then uh, just a footnote of Kyle Pitts for good measure. Uh, that seems like something that could click. Uh, Wes, God, that'd be sweet. Wes DeAndre is going to be 31 by the time the regular season hits. Is he a cowboy or what the heck? Yeah, he was the toughest one for me to peg Really, uh, for <laughs> this exercise. I left him kind of towards the end, and I'm tucking my play sheet close to my microphone here because Cody's stealing my answers. Uh, I have... <laughs> Uh, Hopkins going to New England. Yeah, and that one really does make sense because you need a sturdy commodity if you're going to continue with Mac Jones, and they're probably going to lose Nelson Aguilar, whoop de doo and Jacoby Myers. You start to look at the depth chart and say, what's going on here? You're not going to have anyway. This isn't Tom Brady who can just work with anything. And so, yeah, I think that one adds up. I'll stay with you on Lamar. I know we talked about Lamar last week, um, so we can skim through this, but there's a different foil here now. It's that he is somehow attainable for two first round picks and a fat ass contract. And Wes, you seem pretty convinced before this juicy nugget that he'll be on the move. What about now? Uh, I think he is back to Baltimore. Oh, really? Um, the reason being, um, a lot of teams are are rumbling that they're not interested in pursuing Lamar. Um, the reason being is they likely believe that Lamar wants to stay in Baltimore and, um, Baltimore, uh, essentially let him hit the market so that he could find his value, find his worth. And all these teams are coming back reporting that they're not interested because they don't want to do Baltimore's bidding for them. So uh, that's why it's kind of a, a stalemate, stalemate on the market for Jackson is um, the teams that could utilize his services. They have heard rumblings that, um, you know, all that would be for would be to uh, do the bidding war for uh, the Ravens and they don't want to take part in that. Do you so you're of the you're of the opinion that they don't want to aid the Ravens in any way when most of the world thinks it is collusion? Yes. So not 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 necessarily grimy collusion. Not necessarily, no. Okay, I see. I just got a buzz to my phone that Sean Kemp was arrested for a drive-by shooting. Yes. <laughs> what in the world? All right, is, well. is, isn't he like 70? No, he's got to be right in that uh, probably early 50s. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. He came right out of high school, didn't he? Yeah. And wasn't he, the, wasn't he the first guy to do it? I think it was junior college, wasn't it? 
I have to look it up. But anyhow, he's in hot water, evidently. <laughs> but we'll stick to the NFL part of the trend zone. Uh, let's see. Where are we at? Uh, Lamar Jackson. Jason, does he stay with the Ravens? I don't think so. No, I don't. I think sticking again, with the Falcons. I am going to stick with the Falcons. You bet. Yeah, they got the resources and the need if they're not married to Ritter. Uh, Cody, are you stealing Wes's answer? And I would really love to see Lamar go to Detroit. I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, I mean, as a Vikings fan, that sounds pretty crazy, but iron sharpens iron. They get to keep their um, higher first round pick and give up, I believe, what, the 18th overall pick to do that. And I think if they were to get Lamar, that instantly catapults them into um, contention. I don't know about Jared Goff's contract or anything like that necessarily, it's just like but Kirk's. I'm I'm sure you could figure something out if you needed to. Yeah, it's just like but, uh, cousins. I do. I did. So we got like Atlanta, Carolina, and Miami have all public or have shared that they're not interested. Then the unlikely ones were Vegas, which I would have thought was pretty cool. Washington and Chicago, and then unreported is Indianapolis, New York Jets, Detroit, and Tampa Bay. Did y'all hear the thing about how the Daniel Snyder should sign him to a huge contract and then sell the team just to <laughs> give a big middle finger to the other owners in the league? That is pretty good. He would do that, probably. I could see that happen. And then he gets a swan song by delivering the quarterback to his fans and everything like that. I mean, <laughs> that's chaos, and I am here for it. Although it would be really cool if Pittsburgh was in a position to come in and mess with Lamar, that would really make it awesome. At least drive the price up a little, you know? I think uh, just because Jim Harbaugh has been so publicly middle, saying we 200% want him back, I think I'm with Wes. He'll remain with the Ravens. Uh, but if, if if the Panthers didn't ixnay themselves from the sweepstakes, um, they seem like a team that is tired of doing the bullshit from Bridgewater to striking out on Darnold to Kyle Allen and the end of Cam Newton. They seem like a team that would do it, but if they already excluded themselves from the process, I'll stick with the Ravens with a side dish of the Panthers reversing. I'll stick with you, Cody. This one is this guy's probably the most talked about person on our show because of his uh, uncertain status in the two and a half years we've been doing the show. Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, where does does he go to the Raiders, Cody, or what? James. Man, I- I forgot. I for sure thought you were going Aaron Rodgers with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We probably minute by minute talk more about oh, him. And I was, oh yeah, Jimmy G. Um, I'm I'm thinking Houston or Miami would be great for him. You know, he's still rehabbing um, off that injury. He should be good to go for training camp, I think. But um, as a, he got the connections um, to Houston from both San Francisco and way back from New England. And then he also has the connections in Miami, uh, also from San Francisco, with Mike McDaniel over there. Um, I think he would be a great second-string quarterback for both of those. There's some rumors he's going to the Raiders. But at the end of the day, I'd like to see Jimmy G in Miami, for sure. I why, think why would they need, unreliable. Why would they need that if they love Tua, just because of the concussions? Oh, yeah. I think that, honestly, they probably shouldn't stop investing at in Jimmy Garoppolo or behind Tua, I think we're going to start to see a wave um, across the league to where people are giving value to these backups, especially after what Brock Purdy did. So maybe you're not looking for a franchise guy in the fourth and fifth, but, you know, I could see teams buying into like the Stetson Bennett to get them on a rookie contract backup 
your quarterback and I think that second string and third string quarterbacks are going to go up in value a lot. Quarterbacks definitely the business you want to be in, but Jimmy G, I think that he's definitely affordable and um, not returning to the 49ers. And I think Houston, whichever one of those two quarterbacks they get, they don't need to sit. Jason Garoppolo. So strange because he couldn't get it done with a team that was very structurally sound but then, you know, he seems pretty decent, but then he's hurt most half each season. And <laughs> yeah. you just can't figure him out. He's like, he, he feels like a superb patch over quarterback, but then he's going to play good enough to convince you you don't need a rookie. Uh, what do you got for Jason? Uh, Jason, for his next destination? Well, you're right, man. He's an anomaly, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I actually agree with uh, with Cody on this. Um I think Houston is a great des- uh, landing spot for him. And um, it'll be, I mean, technically with whatever quarterback they choose to bring in, in this year's draft, uh, it, it it's a situation in which he will be uh, used to. I mean, it'll, it'll be a perfect situation for him to, and the team, you know, whatever quarterback you, you bring in and you roll with him. I mean, it, uh, you know, you always have Jimmy G in the back pocket, <laughs> um, or it, it, if you get into camp and you find out that this quarterback isn't maybe, maybe he does need a minute, you know, you roll out there with Jimmy G and he can get you some games one and either way would be a, would be a huge upgrade over what they had. I, I would like to think, although Mills did show some signs, but I mean, Jimmy G's seasoned. He's got the experience, playoff experience. He's won some big games. So, yeah, I think that that would make a lot of sense. Oh, looks like West dropped off for a second. And and I'd have to believe, too, I, I would have to believe that that he's a great locker room presence. Don't you think? Oh, I oh, mean, yeah, I think yeah. he's a. He handled, um, you think about everything he has handled to this point, being drafted behind Brady. Think about all those tough questions in New England that whole time. And then especially when Brady gets suspended and Jimmy G goes undefeated <laughs> in New England, you get those questions. Yeah. And you're already over here like, man, this guy's battle tested in the interviews, not even knowing that he's about to go to San Francisco, go to the Super Bowl, face more questions, not even knowing they're about to add Trey Lance and it's about to get even more questions. No one might be better at interviews and being in the locker room than Jimmy G. Yeah, I agree, man. He, Those guys God, loved him over there. Hell yeah. And how could you not, really? I mean, mm-hmm. shit. He, uh, to me, feels like somebody kind of like, you know, the 49ers situation where you don't necessarily need him for, you know, if you drafted Trevor Lawrence or Bryce Young, where it's just going to be passing the torch in two or three weeks. Um, but if you draft Anthony Richardson, somebody who might take year and a half, two years, or any of the mid rounders like Clayton Toon or Jaron Hall, then you can you can do both. And when you start looking around the NFL's landscape, I don't think that the Panthers, Colts, or Commanders want to do decent mediocre quarterback all over again because they've done it for multiple consecutive seasons and it hasn't worked. So my guess would be the Raiders. When you point to them, they they're in a draft spot where they could do both. Where if it would be an achievement for the Raiders to reach the postseason and then have Anthony Richardson or somebody waiting in the wings. And that way you wouldn't have all of this pressure. Uh, you know, if it's the Texans, 
if I'm a Texans fan, I I just want to, you know, rip the bandaid off and go with Bryce Young if they trade up yep. number one. I wouldn't want to, you know, oh, great. I mean, just think about from our Viking fandom. If we had <clears throat> Anthony Richardson, somehow Kirk gets traded. We draft Anthony Richardson, and then we have Mike Glennon, and we're starting Mike Glennon for the first six weeks of the season. You would go insane knowing that we're two and four and Anthony Richardson's not doing anything. I mean, we, it would be mine. And that's why I think that's how Texans fans will feel. Wes, I ultimately went with the Raiders because I think Garoppolo um, should be the quarterback with a developmental guy behind him. Do you have any something different than the Raiders? Or the- You're stealing my play sheet again here. <laughs> we, we got the Raiders. Uh, I think the, the connection... Uh, between he and Josh McDaniels um, makes a lot of sense. Um, I think right before we went on, um, the Raiders, the Panthers, and uh, I think maybe the Jets were listed as uh, three teams that have interest of Jimmy G. All right, so we kind of have a consensus there that the McDaniel connection and then if they're smart, they draft some sort of quarterback to get ready for the next year or two, because you can do both with Garoppolo. You can go on 10 and seven and please your fan base. And then you'll have Hinden hooker type for somebody just waiting to take over. Maybe even Anthony Richardson with their draft spot. All right. Spin the wheel here. Why don't we do this one in case we forget Jason Draymond Jones. Uh, he's going to be on the move or so we think. What do you got? I, you know what? It it only makes sense that he winds up in Chicago. <laughs> it's the only that's the only thing that makes sense in my mind. Um, you know, I think the the Bears got got the money to to dish out to him, and um, you know, we'll have to we'll have to wait and see. I'm gonna be real interested to see what the market has for him because I know that there's been some rumblings about some you know where 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 Denver would like to get, and they're they're willing to make him a make him an offer, but it's I don't think it's anywhere near what uh what he thinks that he's worth and you know i am not sure I don't, i'm not sure what the market says he is worth i well i can't so i'm looking forward to seeing that and um you know i mean you guys what I, what, what are your thoughts on him well i did the easy thing and i'm guessing one of uh cody or west did i i it, it was real simple i was i did the defensive coordinator connection i said who had him recently and it was a barrel <laughs> And it was the Panthers. So uh, I went immediately to the Panthers, although I do like the Bears theory. Uh, so it's the Panthers for me because I'm going to guess that Avero liked them. And there's so many times in every sport where coaches bring their old guys back. Wes, is that yours? Uh, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense for me, too. Um, with that analogy, with... though, don't forget about Miami. Yeah, yeah. That's who I had. Miami okay. and yeah. Philadelphia and Carolina. Pair okay. Draymond with his buddy uh, Bradley Chubb. <laughs> I know he was pretty butthurt when Chubb got traded, so I don't know what kind of uh, capital uh, Miami has down there in terms of what they can spend. But yeah, and then uh, I think I'm guessing uh, Eagles Cody because they're going to lose TJ Edwards. Yeah, but also there's a connection there in Sean Desai, and you can never look for the Eagles to relax. Oh, yeah. They got both their defensive tackles Devon Hargrave and Fletcher Cox coming off the books. So they got some money opening up somehow. The Eagles are just wizards these days. <laughs> yeah, they are. <clears throat> All right, I'm going to stick with you, Cody. <clears throat> Let's do Tremaine Edmonds, uh, who has who, he has this cool, this the coolest biography you can imagine. I think I've said it before on the show. He entered the league. He was drafted at age 19. His rookie season was age 20. He's been a 
five-year starter and he's mm-hmm. 25 years old. So there are some rookies who come out of the draft at age 25. So whatever team gets him is getting restarting the clock for a seasoned veteran at a rookie's age. Where does he go, Cody? This guy is a Raider through and through. <laughs> he is, he's, he's just going to go to the Raiders. I mean, you got to put Chicago up there with all of these, of course, but uh, Raiders have a huge need at the position. They got the money to do it. This is their thing. Every couple of years, you throw a couple dozen million at a linebacker and hope it sticks. But I mean, he's he's just a fit through and through. Another one that I think would be kind of sneaky um, would be the Giants. They stay in the area. They have an opening also at inside linebacker. Yeah, when when I did this. I always cynically think, uh, well, Chicago, that's the place where linebackers go to enter the Hall of Fame. Uh, so when I when I when I spitball it, the Bears were, were came to mind first. Jason, any thoughts on Tremaine Edmonds? Yeah, I'll 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 agree with you guys on that. Bears all the way. Might as well get but Draymond Jones and Edmonds. Put them both on there. <laughs> yep. And always remember the Bears can <clears throat> spend whatever they want. They've got an open checkbook, all things considered. Yeah, they do. Man, right. they do. Well, I promise you, Wes, we'll start with you in the next round because we stole yours again. Oh, no problem. I'm going to start the next round anyway because <laughs> I, I got a, a two for, All right. for, uh, for you here. I got Tremaine Edmonds and I got Jamel Dean. So Jamel Dean is our next one up here. Mm-hmm. They are going to go to Houston. Ooh, okay. And D'Amico Ryans, they, those are going to be two of his centerpieces for his new defense. Mm. Well, then they're going to be – Flying high because we already know uh, D'Amico is going to make them relevant. They're probably going to do so with Bryce Young or CJ Stroud if they they don't trade. And yeah, then they've got a defense that you know in within a year or two will be just fine. And then for their sake, hopefully don't miss on the quarterback. So both of them. Yeah, they're going to spend probably about 38, 40 million in cash to get both of them per season. Yeah, and, and they they have the, the cap room to do so. Yeah, must be nice. Uh, <laughs> Cody, uh, Jermaine Edmonds. Oh, wait, no, no, we already did you. I'm uh, sorry. Jamel Dean. Yep. Jamel Dean, Cody, my bad. Um, a new England Patriot. I think that Bill Belichick just plucks another corner out of free agency, takes him up to another level. Uh, they got the money to spend and he's this guy who's always zigging when other people are zagging. He's in a bolster his defense while everybody's out overspending on receivers including his own receiver Jacoby Myers let's see Jason I think the Lions need help at cornerback uh I would say I argue the Vikings could get one yeah what about the Raiders I don't know who who are their corners well Cincinnati yeah the Raiders uh aren't good at that position I don't think um (laughs) you know they've had a pretty pretty awful pass defense for the last several years. I mean, they, they've always looked really, really good against Denver, but I mean, that doesn't say anything. Um, but, you know, I think they haven't really had a standout cornerback. I don't think since, uh, God, what was it? Nabni Asamoah. Remember him? <laughs> yeah. Remember how good that guy used to be? God, yeah, that was a good actor now. Oh yeah. Yeah. That guy, God, I can't believe that was, God, he was really, really good there for a while. But uh, no, I think the Raiders could could use him. I mean, uh, you know, I think if I was them, I'd be thinking about, you know, we got a 
try to cover some of these receivers we play with with the uh with the uh, opponents that they play each year. They never really addressed that last year, so I think it'd be a good move for them. What about Patrick Peterson? Jason. Patrick Peterson. Mhm. Man, how old is he again? 34? 32. He'll be 33 when the season starts. You know, I mean, gosh, I don't I I, I don't know. I mean, it, I think God, wouldn't he he I see. To, he wants to go back to the Vikings, but it's a matter of whether or not uh, the Brian Flores de- defense can accommodate him. Oh yeah, well, what I think I could see happening with a guy like him is, is um, similar to what what has happened with Kareem Jackson, um, safety in Denver over the last couple of years. You know, he he kind of wades out there for a little while, tests the market a little bit, and yeah. uh, you know, decides finds out that he's not going to really get a whole heck of a lot more than what the Vikings would or could you know, present to him as just to keep him, keep him in Minnesota, uh, great locker room presence. Obviously it's a good guy you'd like to have on the field and around, uh, you know, the young guys. I, I think anyway, I don't know if he's a, a good locker room presence. Oh, I'd like to imagine. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I could see something like that happening. And then the Vikings paying him, um, not disrespectfully, but respectfully enough to keep him there and maybe throw a couple incentives in there for him. Cody, uh, Patrick Peterson's in this very odd offseason dynamic where he's I've, I think I've counted about four times since November. He's he's said on his show with his cousin that he wants to return to the Vikings. And that would have all been hunky dory. But then they went and got a defensive coordinator who embraces press man coverage. And Peterson was a lot better in Donatel's type of coverage. So what gives on Patrick Peterson reunion with the Vikings or chase rings in his final two years as he says he's going to play? Uh, Patrick Peterson is. I'd love to see him come back to the Vikings as he's someone that I wish came to the program sooner. But I think that Patrick Peterson is going to be a Dallas Cowboy. Oh, okay. He he's. I did some digging and he's talked about how they're his favorite team growing up, and he'd love an opportunity for the stars to align. And in Dallas, they are their second corner towards Achilles, uh, and they're kind of thin back there. I think that. This year, whether he returns to the Vikings or the Cowboys, he's looking at taking a pay cut. And I mean, I could see the the why the wily old veterans just not wanting to move locations again, but also the lure of Jerry's world, you know, and also being the number two guy. Wes, in 2022, somehow the Vikings employed the best value cornerbacks that weren't on rookie deals. Uh, Duke Shelley, who made less than a million, and Patrick Peterson, who made four million bucks. So, can the Vikings get both those guys back, or both of them walk? If so, where does Peterson go? Uh, I'm hopeful that they can bring both back. Um, I, I don't know how well Peterson would do in in the press man at at this age, um, but I, I'm certain there's somewhere on the football team that they could find uh, to have him out there, have his uh, veteran brain be put to use and, um, you know, make, make the most of uh, his last two years. Let me ask you this. Could you move him? uh, You could move him maybe to safety. Could you that 
A team could. The Vikings probably wouldn't have interest because they've already got Harrison Smith and Lewis Seen. But uh, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of cornerbacks that have done that when they start right. to hit this age. So yeah, I could see it, especially if he goes to yonder like the Cowboys or chases the ring. Wes, I'm going to pick your Vikings brain real quick. If you would welcome mm-hmm. back Peterson and Shelley, that would mean Peterson, Shelley, Andrew Booth, Caleb Evans, Cameron Dantzler are on the roster. Would you advocate another guy from the draft or free agency, or would you roll with those guys thinking it would be good under Flores? I'd probably try and get one more either via the draft or free agency, Uh, maybe free agency. Um, Wasn't it Byron Jones? Mm -hmm. Didn't he just get cut by uh, Miami? So he, he might be somebody that uh, would want to come in and um, work under Flores again. All right, uh, Cody. Did no, Patrick, oh, by, real quick, Byron Jones. Wasn't he a guy that we were talking about a few years ago? Was he with the Cowboys? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was a. He, wasn't he really coveted? Yeah, that one mm-hmm. free agent class. Mm-hmm. Yep. And now he's being cut. <laughs> is he? Any, is he any good anymore? Or did he just? He did tweet that he can't run or jump anymore. <laughs> Small problem. Okay, I got it just, them mixed up. There wasn't a different one that uh, Byron Murphy for the Cardinals. No, Cam Sutton for the Steelers. Well, yeah, that one, that one's highly circulated. But yeah. I thought he was thinking of Byron's. Byron, no, Byron's. Byron Jones. Man, I, yeah, he. Yeah, he, I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll yeah, he was. He, he was thirty-one <laughs> with the Cowboys, right? Number thirty-one. Maybe I'm wrong there. I don't. I don't know about this. A few years ago, um, I, it almost seems like yeah, he was really sought after. You know. He, He's going to get this deal, you know, at Denver was talking about, you know, that'd be cool if we got him. And now he's kind of got that, you know, I haven't heard much about him lately, but he kind of reminds me of that one, DeMarco Murray. Remember, <laughs> remember that guy, that, that, that DeMarco Murray syndrome. That's all you heard about for one year. Yeah. Byron Jones. And you have good memory. He indeed was number 31 uh, for the Cowboys, but yeah, he interesting, <laughs> interestingly tweeted that he can't run or jump anymore, which isn't something you really put out in the stratosphere before free agency, but <laughs> you, know, yeah, you do you Byron. Uh, Cody. <laughs> Hopefully that was a sarcastic tweet. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he was pretty serious. Medicine, the NFL's medicine and telling the young players not to take shots and oh. investigate the medicine and, mm-hmm. And no it, which was it was saying something because he set the broad jump record at the combine that his uh whenever he went through his rookie year. Oh, let's see. Odell Beckham, Cody. Uh I got OBJ. Um the obvious I'll just pick one to say some answers for everybody else. How about the Chargers would be sneaky? Uh, they could be looking to either replace Keenan Allen or add a, another weapon over there. Um, if they did replace Keenan Allen with OBJ at a fraction of the cost, it could be because they drafted a receiver high or something like that. And so they're looking to replace that Keenan Allen plus wide receiver three volume with the highly drafted rookie and someone like OBJ. Um, I could also see Juju going over there in that scenario as well. But I definitely think that the Chargers are a sneaky team to add a receiver that nobody's really talking about. Wes, is it uh, Dallas for Odell or somewhere else? Uh, I have a homecoming for him. I'm going back to the New York Giants. Um, Giants are in need uh, of wide receivers. 
uh, even after drafting one last year. Um, he had, I think, whittled, whittled it down to the Giants and uh, and or uh, the Buffalo Bills last uh, last year before not picking any team. <laughs> um, and I, I think the need in New York, the familiarity in New York um, probably puts them there. It's a whole a whole new regime over there too, though, isn't it? Right. Oh, so, yeah. Oh, God. yeah, yeah so, it's I mean, turned over be... a few times since he left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. Right, like, and no, no exaggeration, no exaggeration there. Um, we're motoring through this list. I'm proud of you guys. Um, did you have one for Odell, Jason? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, how about? Uh, for... I like Wes's idea. That makes a lot of sense. Go back and get Daniel Jones another weapon. I think that make that makes a lot of sense. West for fringe fantasy uh, football purposes, Miles Sanders. Uh, I have him going to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, There have been uh, rumblings on Twitter. Uh, Nobody's really picked it up yet to front page news it, but uh, rumblings that Joe Mixon shot an (laughs) 11-year-old. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. So um, I, I think with that uncertainty, the amount of money that Cincinnati is going to have uh, for free agency as well, uh, they could go out and sign a Miles Sanders for um, a contract to his liking and take it from there. And even before the allegation or whatever you want to call it, Mixon already had Dalvin Cook and Ezekiel Elliott syndrome where it's becoming taboo to think about them as the RB1 for 2023. So uh, they might have been moving off from him regardless of what was going on because all of the chickens are coming home to roost for those large RB contracts. Uh, So uh, let's see. Jason, Miles Sanders going to a committee somewhere or being showcased as an RB1? Um. You know, Miles Sanders, man, that's I, I'm so bad at trying to even determine the the worth and the value and what teams appreciate in a running back. I mean, I I'd, I'd take him in Denver for sure. You know, they're gonna need to Denver's gonna have to figure out the running back position. That's one position aside from O line and D line that I know that there's they're gonna focus on, but I mean, I know that they can't, they're not they they'd be complete buffoons to to try to spend what little cap they have on a running back, you know, and they've proven that, you know, we can draft one of those. So that's probably where that <laughs> position is going to come from. I highly doubt they're going to pay a, pay a running back out of free agency, but I'd like to see him there. No, the Broncos aren't going to do that. I can, I mean, nope. unless, unless Sean Payton completely weirdly says I need, I need somebody for top dollar, but that would be the anti Bronco way. Yeah, it would be. I mean, like I said, very, Extremely unlikely, but yeah. I would like to see. Yeah, him. he's pretty versatile. <laughs> uh, Cody, and that, and that goes the same with like Saquon Barkley too. I mean, you put any one of those running backs, yeah. and I'd love to see him in Denver. But yeah, but when we get closer to the draft, I want to do a huge segment on this show, even though we've already talked a bit talked about it about where Bajan Robinson could go because of the way that I was raised with football. Uh, running backs used to be ultra important, and it's so damn fascinating that he can just go pretty much anywhere and anybody team that gets them is going to be like, holy shit. Um, If you, if you can get over the stink of drafting a running back in the first round, a couple weeks later, if it's the blah, blah, blahs, they're going to look down at the depth chart and be like, dude, we have Bijan Robinson and it's going to be fun for three to five years. 
Uh, Cody, I want to ask you, uh, what kind of contract does Miles Sanders get when he goes there? Is it three years, 12 million, or is it three years, 18? Or what are we thinking for a mid-tier running back? I do think it's going to be higher than people expect. Um, uh, you got Jacobs and Barkley both got tagged, so they're off the market. And it's still going to be a flooded market. On the flip side of things, Miles Sanders was fifth in rushing in the league with 1,200 yards. He also had 11 tutties. So, I mean, oh, he's, God, it's so he's, weird. he wasn't slacking. So, um, I definitely could see Miami making a play, returning to Philadelphia where he just saw success makes sense. And then a sneaky one would be Carolina. Uh, they do have his running back coach, Deuce Staley, is over there with Frank Reich now, and they definitely got a position open and money to spend. Um, Frank Reich, as we saw with Jonathan Taylor, the running game is important to him and his offense. So uh, I know whoever ends up being the guy in Carolina, I'm looking to snatch him up, which to me, naturally, that should say that there's going to be a lot of opportunities in Carolina, possibly more than there was in Philadelphia with Jalen Hurts um, with his rushing upside. I think that uh, Miles Sanders was lucky to get to 11 touchdowns and he's due for some regression. And hopefully his agent can see that if he signs in Philadelphia, his He's probably peaking value-wise. Carolina, he could go make some more money. Yeah, consider this to lift up what Cody said. <clears throat> you had a running back with almost 1,300 rushing yards, with almost five yards per carry, and none of us really care where he's going to go. <laughs> think think about where we've come as a sport, uh, where we're just like, oh, yeah, maybe maybe the Dolphins will go. I mean, maybe the blah, blah, blah. It just doesn't matter <laughs> because we all know that the running back position if you're winning trying to win a super bowl you can just ignore the son of a bitch like (laughs) that's not a fringe theory it is proven like you're better off ignoring running back and paying them a veteran minimum contract if you want to win a super bowl because for like 12 straight years that's what's happened shout out to Legarrette blunt all right uh the last the last topic it's a little it, it is the rogers topic but there is a twist to it that we don't usually talk about so i can feel good about talking about it one more time Wes, for the first time, probably in his professional career, Rodgers is legitimately talking to another team about a trade, which means the Packers have greenlit the conversation. Otherwise, it's tampering and wouldn't be going on. And it's out in the open. The dudes from the Jets are flying to California to talk to him. So here's what I want to know. That's probably going to shake down. A trade of sorts is probably going to shake down. What is the trade package? Because you don't know if this guy is going to stay for one year, three more years. How much capital will the Jets or I guess the Raiders would be the other one give up to get a guy who's going to be 40 years old in December? I, I really don't think it, it will be a whole hell of a lot. Um, if Rodgers <laughs> wants, wants to play, Green Bay is highly motivated to move off of that contract. Mm-hmm. Highly. And... Uh, what was it? The uh, what was his name? I think it was the Houston contract. Uh, they paid a quarterback, and then they they traded Brock him. Osweiler. Yes, the Osweiler <laughs> contract. Thank you. That he ended up making his way. He ended up Wes. He ended up making his way back to Denver, and he was on <laughs> Denver's roster while being paid by Cleveland and Houston. Yes, Denver wasn't paying him anything. Yeah, that was amazing. 
So are we talking uh, like a like a first and a fourth? I I'd be surprised if it was even a first. Yeah, I, I was I was thinking a third and a fifth. For Rogers? Yeah, I yeah. think that <laughs> Rogers, he has two options. Shit, I'll do he's that. A New York, he's either a New York <laughs> Jet or he's retired. Those are the only two options. He's not playing for the Packers, and nobody else is interested. Uh, the The Packers have little to no leverage. Oh, I mean, they're they're hoping the they Jets come in and take this thing. And, <laughs> and I think that as soon as the trade compensation is done, Aaron Rodgers is going to turn around and somehow spin it into a chip on his shoulder, talking about his value or something like that. You're going to have a bunch of pissed-off Packer fans saying they needed more. And Beautiful. the Jets are going to look like geniuses. Yeah. And then fast forward, you got Aaron Rodgers after a, a crappy year with the Jets. He's visiting the Vikings after Kirk Cousins just signed <laughs> somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, you and know what? Time is a flat circle. <laughs> on, my, uh, on my show before this, uh, the Believe in Vikings show, I was going to tweet this earlier, but I got sidetracked by something. The way that this has so eerily paralleled the Rodgers thing, like three straight off seasons of indecision. I think Favre's was four or five. And then the possible trade to the Jets and all of the drama that's gone along with it. What I was going to tweet is it would actually be weird if he doesn't go to the Vikings <laughs> because yeah. it's, it's such a exact script. Like yeah. and there's no substitutions like and I'm not I'm not just trying to massage this into reality because I don't give a shit about whether Rodgers comes to the Vikings or not. It's just everything that Favre did Rodgers is doing. Yes. There's no in-between. So you guys really think two mid-rounders is going to be the price when it's all said and done? Yeah, after the Raiders opted out and it's clear that the Jets were the only ones, That's that that was it. That was the nail in the coffin. The Raiders did it to them. Yeah, man. I I think it has to be one first and then a little sweetener. But yeah, now that you guys said that, I'll have to reduce my shock value if you're right when I get the notification. Yeah, I mean... the Green Bay Packers have zero leverage in this. Um, Rodgers could say he wants to play, uh, and he's cool with going to the Jets. And then if they, you know, balk at the price being offered for him, Rodgers can just say, "Okay, uh, I'll I'll play. I'll sit on the bench and have you pay me." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think that re- in reality, the Jets are going to be paying the Packers. Because I think I think the second is going to be too much for them to be cutting them a favor. So maybe like a third and a fifth. But also you got to think they're taking that huge cap hit too. So really they're paying the Packers like a third, a fifth, Man. and sixty million dollars. Broncos fans, crazy. Shut, close your ears, Broncos fans. You don't want to hear that. I mean, <laughs> my goodness, with what you spent on Russ, could have waited a year for Rogers. Uh, Jason, tell us your <laughs> trade package for Rogers, and that'll take us off air. Well. Yeah, let's. I I, I want to go. I, I talking about this. It's insane how identical this situation is. It's it's so. It, it it's really crazy. I I can't even put it into words how ironic it is. And 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 yes, he will be a Viking when they get rid of Kirk Cousins in one year, and then the Vikings are going to have an awesome year with Aaron Rodgers and. Uh, Maybe Aaron gets a second Super Bowl though this time, but <laughs> yeah, one uh, of our second no, regular season best seasons. <laughs> yeah, so the, no, here's here's what you could you what yeah you're gonna 
pay this guy uh, just like the Brock Osweiler situation. The exact same thing, um, I think. And I don't know what relief that does provide Green Bay because I still don't have any idea how the cap works in the NFL. I wish I did. I wish I knew more. Some people explain it. It seems so simple to people and it just doesn't really for me ever. And I don't know if I'll ever get it, but you know what you could get rid you could throw in a first round pick though, a high first round pick and trade Zach Wilson plus a fourth. All right. Well, then I'm going to let him and Jordan and then they can have Jordan Love and Zach Wilson duke it out in camp. <laughs> there's one reason. So Aaron Rodgers does not have a no trade clause. And there's one reason I don't believe the trade will go down for just a couple mid rounders is because if it's the Jets, then uh, Green Bay can say, all right, we want your 13th overall pick. And if they say, screw you, you're going to get our second and our fourth. Then they can say out to the world, Aaron Rodgers is available for one first rounder. And some team, whether you believe it or not, is going to say, what? And they're going to say, all right, here's our 26th, and we'll do one year with Rodgers. I I, I, I can't see him. Rodgers, so you don't think they would do that for Lamar? What do you mean? They do it for, they would do it, they would commit all that money and those picks for, uh, for Rodgers that's halfway one foot in a cracked in. In the middle of Wisconsin forest. Well, no, because you have to give up. You have to retreats. give up two firsts for Lamar, and he's injury prone. Yeah, and he's twenty six, and is also a recent MVP winner. All right, well, we're going to have one of our most significant title fights on this show. I say <laughs> that Rogers is going to have one first rounder attached to the trade deal, and I don't know if Jason's with me, but the the rest of Johan Yakers are telling me no. <laughs> so, so Dustin, just quickly, you're saying that a team that was is in the second or the the latter half of the first round would Any, give anybody in the their, anybody in the first round who in who has the cap room to absorb that contract though that contract is an albatross yeah that then I haven't gotten that who absorbs theory. it all then and like so what's he slated to make exactly this year 60 uh, I think that's uh, so be honest, I came off the top of my head. <laughs> so, all right, the Patriots. Well, it, there you go. Patriots will find Patriots. a way to make it work. If it all uh, takes so it, one first rounder, that so would be it's wild. Sixty dollars. Twenty-three cap hit is thirty-one million. A thirty thirty-one million. So then, if he goes to wherever he goes, who cares where he goes? That thirty-one million. <laughs> gets absorbed by the team he's traded to. Ooh, what yep. about the Panthers? And then what does that mean then for the Packers as far as that contract? That they're completely free of it? They have the dead cap pay, which is ninety nine million. <laughs> what is yeah, saw so that <laughs> why doesn't the dead cap follow? Because that's the incentive uh that's the player incentive not to get your ass traded. So thirty one million, here's the teams that could uh, absorb that contract right now. Chicago Bears, Atlanta Falcons, Houston Texans, Las, Las Vegas Raiders, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, the Jets are at three million of cap space, so there there has to be some other kicker that can can be put into this to where it will. Um, Trigger some kind of offset. Yeah, and Vikings in a Falcons jersey. Well, that's a, that's another Favre parallel. 
So he's gonna go where Favre yeah. started. Like so bad. So the dead cap is basically just the team's penalty for making a stupid decision. Like so, what? But but that dead cap number, the ninety nine million or whatever's left on Rogers' contract, will then though be absorbed in full by his new team. So his new team will pay him this contract, but they won't have any dead cap to ever worry about. Basically, right? right? No, I'm looking at it. Yeah, that's okay. So uh, go ahead. Here we go. If a team trades for him and executes the contract option on his salary, then Rogers' cap charge will end up at fifteen point seven. And then, how much uh, do the Packers eat? It doesn't specify. Huh. I still don't understand why they gave him such a gigantic guaranteed package last year at this time. Or no, I guess that, that, no, that, sh- that should have never happened. Nobody will ever understand it. And uh, they just are having buyer's remorse, not even a year later. <laughs> what That is awful, awful management <laughs> is what it is. They should have known way better than that. Their, their GM yeah. is one of the worst in the league. <laughs> well, what's yeah. his name again, Dustin? Uh, Brian Gutkunst. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I actually don't know the correct way to pronounce. I should because I think it's Norwegian. Uh, it's either Gutnunst or Gutkunst or Gutnunst. Yeah, man, man, the Packers could face a lot of seasons in a row oh, of darkness. Yeah, it all depends Jacoby, on love. Jacoby Myers, where do you think he would go? Chicago. Yeah, that's what I was. Everybody goes to Chicago. Don't send yeah. everybody there. No, they. He already, love... he already, dude already sounds like a bear. Yeah, that... I would love to see Houston or Atlanta. That'd be so good. He's yeah, he's you... pop off somewhere. Yeah, else. you're convinced that he's pretty damn good. I just still have him as a from my fantasy football brain. Like, man, nobody cares. You're decent. You're pretty good, it's actually. It's because he doesn't get t- he doesn't get touchdowns. Yeah, so when he yeah. goes somewhere yeah, to where true. he does get those touchdowns, he's. Because he's pretty good for not getting touchdowns. Yeah, that was like Miles Sanders last year, or in 2021. Didn't score at all. And the the, the average has to even out. All right, gentlemen, we'll be back in one week. We should have, I would say, at least 10 signings by that time, because tampering starts Monday, legal tampering. I think when I when I go back and look at my notes that there's usually a lot of movement and um, you, usually it's one team as we know that's a huge player whether it was Texans, Patriots, or Jaguars last year. So, Alright, one week from now, gentlemen. Don't be late. Yeah. Alright, All right. guys. Take it easy. Later. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.